It's amazing. I love it. It's you, it's me, it's YDT. It's season three, episode 172 of You'll Die Trying, a show which pulls back the curtain, takes down the walls brick by brick, exposing the true hearts of those caring for those you love the most. That's what the show's always been about. It's just about showing up and being authentic and being the best version of yourself. He or she, without sin, cast the first stone. Be sure to head over to YouTube right this second and subscribe to me because that is where all videos of this podcast and exclusive content live. Search Nathan Morris Music, subscribe, click the bell, and also please know that if you're watching this right now, I just looked in the monitor. I am blending in perfectly with this brand new 3D wall that's behind me. Hopefully the lighting behind me is separating it because I I didn't light this one too well. You know, I'm only one guy. I'm only one guy. And I just... I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here with me today, tonight, that was tonight, day, whatever the word I was trying to say. All right, let's dive in. Stay out of the comments. Best advice I could give. Actually, I have a lot of advice to give right this very second. I want to do a little time warp and go back to being six and seven and eight years old. There was this pool called Paddock or Paddock, Paddock. I would go there every day during the summer, hang out with Tim and Dave and Michael and my brothers. And that is where I fell in love really with music and then taking voice lessons. And I remember listening to Hot 96 or at the time 96 STO. They would come and throw in the pool t-shirts and it was like the big deal. And I would listen to these artists and that's how I got my love for music dissecting it, learning it, and then writing songs. And nonetheless, I knew at an early age that I was going to be a famous musician. That's what I wanted to be. I was going to be very famous. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I knew it would happen. And I say all that because since I've been seven and eight years old, I, I knew that that was the path and trajectory for my life. And then you have those sayings of man plans, God smiles. Of course, then I go into the funeral profession and and all these things along the way happen. And yet, and yet, here we are, the kid in me at Paddock, now as a 38-year-old man, is gleaming with pride because I didn't stop. Now, There are moments of temporary pauses, halts, if you will, but not downright stopping. And before we move on, I have said it already, but I must say it again. My single yet has performed incredibly well at radio. And I thank my team. I thank all the radio stations, everyone who has played yet, who has promoted the music and all of you who have stuck by in the darkest of days and nights yet reached 15 at radio, 16 at Billboard. It's unheard of for an independent artist. You know, that could probably be argued somewhere along the way, but nonetheless, for me in my world, in my camp, in our camp, that is unheard of. So I want to say thank you. Please stream it. The link in the show notes to stream my music, share it with a friend. But I 
say that because there were moments of stopping, pausing, halting, and uh, but not permanently. And going into the funeral profession, it created the soundtrack. All the songs that have since come from are filled with authenticity. They have not been for the longest time forced. And there was a time when I would force songs that I thought people wanted, that I thought you all wanted to hear. And the best, the best story would be after A Gentleman's Closure, when it came out in 2007 and started to get all this momentum, it was all authentic, heartfelt, genuine. I'm going to go against the ABAB format for a radio single and write songs and record them with Nathan Walters and, and they're five minutes. And that got the attention of Warner and other labels. And when we go to LA to sit with Warner, at this point, I was working with another producer who was like, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, okay, because that's popular, like Neo. And we were writing and recording these songs that we thought would hit. And those are the ones that fell flat. And those are the ones that actually made Warner be like, meh. Because they were excited about A Gentleman's Closure. They were excited about this version of Nathan, the, the true one, not the one that was forcing something. And I did it, I did it again in some instances in 2013, and then the wind was out of my sails, but going through the profession and being with the families and sitting with them during their darkest nights and days and being intentional and being present with them and arguably obsessive about just caring for them, dying to self, because this world is selfish. We are selfish people. It just, it's who we are naturally. It's not good or bad, but I think being mindful of it is critical. You have no choice but to be selfless because your phone's going to ring at 11 o'clock at night or in the middle of dinner or in the middle of an intimate moment or in the middle of Christmas and you go. There's no question. If you don't go, they, who are they going to call? They'll call someone else. Yes, but they need you. And there was so much sacrifice there and all of the turmoil, all of the sadness, all of the grief that I experienced along the way, personal and professional was to set me up to be able to relate, to be compassionate for, and to be able to ultimately meet people where they are, anyone, whether you have much or little, I don't care. And along the way, the pandemic and all that, the mental anguish that I was experiencing, I turned to the thing that I had turned to and longed for since I could recall. I turned to creativity. I turned to writing and sharing stories. And I look up and these are heartfelt. These are genuine. These are not attempting in any way to be anything but what is happening. And ironically enough, that is what, that's what hits. That's what, that's what hits. And that's why Yet Happened. That's why Last Time is doing well. All these songs that are inspired by my works in the funeral profession. We've all experienced death, loss, grief, sadness, just gut-wrenching loneliness. And that is what I write about. Because life is tedious. It is not perfect. It is not easy. But continuing to show up and doing what you were put here to do and, and honoring the process. 
being present in that moment over the course of a decade and a few years it took. But in this moment, I am whole and happy and excited and hopeful. And I love the team I have. And I love the people that are around me. I love my kids and I love my family. I'm so excited. And another thing that I listen to, and I'd be selfish to not share, which by the way, I also want to say, like, bring people along with you. Like, don't be stingy with what you have because you feel you you created it. Only you have done this or done that. People are very odd about not wanting others to level up with them. I'm all about like, hey, come along here. Here's my contact for this and this and this and this. I think it's great to be willing to share that because I'm where I am because Walters and Britt and all these people before or even now are like, hey, let's do this. Let's create this. Kayla Diamond, I, we let's do this. Sandy, let's do this. Let's do that. It's not this stingy like, eh, I will if or no, I can't because it's let's do this together. There's strength in numbers. So I was scrolling through reels and I stop and I see Seth Rogen's face. Now, when you think of Seth Rogen, you think of a goofy guy and He's actually very creative. He's a very good writer in the comedy world and realm, and he has kept going. And he is telling this story. He said, I can guarantee you that if you keep going, more than likely and sooner than later, it will hit. And I also can guarantee you 100% of the time, if you quit, it never will. And he referred to the gentleman who is in the Lord of the Rings. You shall not punish that actor. Ian, Ian, he was not cast in a big role until he was 65 years old. 65. When he was in the X-Men movies and he's done huge things since. But he kept going because of his passion for and he just kept showing up. I'm sure he's been told a million times, no, you're too old. You're not this, you're not that, your accent, your draw, your voice is too deep, whatever. He kept going. And if I've been told a thousand times, I've been told 10,000 times to stop this pipe dream, quote unquote, to stop and get a real job or, which by the way, people ask like, what do you do for a living now? It's like content creator, influencer. I mean, it's a real thing. And before, like five years ago, even if you said, I'm an influencer, you sound like a goon, but who cares what people think? That's another thing. Who cares? Who gives a shit what people think? It's easier said than done. I get it. But when you get to this place that I'm in, your true, authentic, creative self is just able to be happy. I'm so proud of this space that, that my hands have been a part of recreating. You know, we moved the studio once, we moved it twice, we renovated it. This is the third time, and here we are. I'm so excited. I've been told, Nathan, you need to niche down on your podcast. Well, I think there's the musician, mortician profession is niche enough. I think you all have joined me because we've all experienced grief and sadness, and we all deal with it fight it in a similar way through music, through creativity, through words, through acts of kindness, which today is Tuesday and yesterday was World Kindness Day or National Kindness Day or 
it was a day to recognize kindness and kind acts. So be kind and pass that on every day. But the world needs you to show up. And I love saying that because you're seeing and hearing about social media allows for information immediately. And the little house on the prairie days when it's just the family on the farm and tending to the land, they didn't know anything but each other. And now we know when Sally is sad and Jim is jovial. Let me see what I did there. And it can get heavy. And there's a lot of death happening right now. There's a lot of death. There's a mass shooting in Texas the other day. And uh, hopefully the, the update, I haven't heard of fatalities yet, but three adults, two children. And you have the football player, the cornerback that just died. And then you have the producer of Euphoria who just died. And you have the the designer that was working for Gucci who was just appointed and just given a massive promotion. He just died. And there's so much loss around us. And damn, how is it possible to see moments of light? It's choosing it. It's choosing to be hopeful and positive and encouraging. And I will say this. Last Friday, I went to the University of Kentucky basketball game. It took an hour and a half, almost two hours longer to get to Lexington than it would have any other time because traffic is absurd. And I felt, we felt ourselves getting more worked up and frustrated. And so every little thing was just adding to, because my nose itches, because we were speaking it, like we were putting it out there like, oh, I'm so annoyed. And then it just progressed. I think being able to internalize that and take that feeling, that little tiny feeling that you have, not verbalizing it, accepting it, acknowledging it internally, and then letting it go would have been better. My point is, is like being positive creates positive and being this just moment, this moment of negativity and, and articulating it and acknowledging it to exist. We're setting ourselves up. I, I'm so proud of my growth and my health, my mental health, my mental wellness, because I stopped caring about what people think of me, what might or might not be said of me. I don't give a shit because I've been a golden retriever at the cost of me for so long, worried so much about what others might or might not think of me. And I lost myself to the point where I would just lie down and take it. I was just like, oh, I'm not worth fighting for. I'll let you kick me while I'm down. No, I know exactly who I am. And you should too. You are worth standing up for, and you should stand up and show up for yourself in that regard. So I encourage you to just keep pushing, push. If you want to be a ventriloquist, then damn it, keep going, do it. You'll never succeed if you stop. That's, that's fact. That is fact. I, I am, I love this podcast because I sometimes feel like this is the most challenging project I do because I can, I can tap into 
a grief filled moment. I actually have this this notebook filled, and I'll link this in the in the show notes because this is one of the coolest gifts with the holidays coming up. This is a, such a cool gift. It, it looks like I pulled it from the wreckage of the Titanic, but I, it's an Amazon find. I'll link it in the show notes. If you have a group of people in your company or, or it would be just a cool thing that you could give to a team member or a family member, it's not expensive. Link in the show notes there. But I write in this book every day what I'm thinking and feeling, whether it's this moment of, of sadness, I get it out of here and I put it in this book, on these pages, and it's almost a relief, but then I can reflect upon it and I can find some of the coolest stories and, and lyrics. And creating has just been amazing. And I just, I say all that because this, this is how I move my needle every day. And, you know, you, Go get 30 minutes of sun. Go walking. All these simple things that make us feel good, and yet we're not doing them. So go do them. Go do them. This isn't a self-help podcast. Oh, yeah. The podcast is the toughest thing. <laughs> what? Squirrel. The podcast is hard for me because I put too much, oh, well, I need to niche down, or I need to say this, or I need to say that. You know what? But I, here I am, and I feel passionate about what I'm sharing, and I'm just showing up. I get I get myself so worked up about this podcast because I want it to be perfect. And I know it's going to hit the way it needs to hit for who it needs to hit for. And I need to remind myself of that. That is the advice I want to bring to you today. And I hope it meets you in a spot where you can take it, put it in your pocket, the nugget that you need to, and just keep on going. And then, of course, all the housekeeping that follows suit the link in the show notes for this awesome holiday find. I'm telling you, it's it's great. It's like 25 bucks. That's nothing. And then speaking of subscribers only on TikTok, each Sunday night, I go live 10, 9 central. It's $5.99 a month. And we talk, we hang out, first looks, first listens, first exclusives for my subscribers right there, $5.99 a month. And speaking of YouTube, yes, follow me. All this is linked in the show notes. Nathan Morris Music on TikTok. TikTok is amazing as always and instagram at nathan morris has been blowing up it's been fun to see to watch i'm just the face that represents a lot of people behind the scenes that are working like hell to bring content that is meaningful impactful to us for us that we believe in and hopefully it resonates with and for you i look forward to giving you more behind the scenes of the studio tour speaking of we'll be doing that here very very soon And thank you very much. Be sure to subscribe right here and also share this podcast with someone that you might, well, that you know might, that you know will. That's what we'll say, that you know will appreciate it. I appreciate you so much. You are loved far more than you could ever know. And I'm going to wear a different colored shirt next episode. I'm just looking in the monitor. All right, we'll see you at 173.